We're getting up close and personal with all your favorite celebrities on the hottest weekend party show in the city, The Abbey Night Show. Y'all. You're listening to all the hits on the number one party show in the city, The Abbey Night Show. Tell a friend. Hey everyone, what's going on? And we're back. We have a special guest today. Trav, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you today? Pretty good. I'm like, let's give you a round of applause. Yes. Come on, coming through with that blue. It's a good color. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I had to, you know, dress up a little bit, put, yeah. you know, something a little nice on. Yeah, so. Something a little light, a little light flex, you know. <laughs> I love it. Know. So for everybody out there, if you're not familiar with Trev, he's an incredible artist. His songs are bangers. And uh, we definitely want to get to know you a little bit better. What makes you so special? So what is a typical day in the life of Trev like? Like morning to night? Hmm. It's pretty interesting. It's not what you would think, and it's not a bad thing. So, I mean, you know, kind of a little bit about me. I grew up playing piano and guitar. Um, you know, music has always been, you know, really important in my life and, you know, helped me get through a lot. You know, I feel like music can heal. You know, it's the best medicine there is. But I record every day. I mix and, you know, mix, master, produce my own stuff, most of it. Um, so, I mean, I'll typically get up, you know, pretty early. Yeah, 7.30, 8.00. And, uh, you know, get up, get some breakfast, kind of get going. Um, you know, by lunchtime, I'm usually, you know, in the studio, getting something out for the day. Um, and then I'm also actually, a lot of people don't know this, I'm still in school too. So I got a year left of school. Um, I think, you know, education is important. I love music. We'll always do that. It'll be my hobby, you know, to the day I die. But, you know, I think that, you know, a degree in, you know, school is important too. So I'm knocking that. Occasionally I'll do some homework and stuff as well, but. Just every day, you know, rise and grind, be music. That's all I want to do. So, I'm like, that's a busy day to have <laughs> for a guy like you. Just find the balance. And do you ever find that it's a little difficult to find the balance and everything between music, you know, which is work basically, right? It's a hobby. It's something you love to do, but technically, it's like essentially work. Then you have school. Then you have your friends, your personal life, family. Is it difficult to balance all that or have you kind of found the right formula to it by now? You know, yeah, at first it was definitely interesting. You know, it was hard to, you know, okay, you know, I put a lot into music and then I, you know, start focus as much in school. But I feel like now, you know, I've been doing it for a couple of years. I found kind of the groove that I need to be in. Um, you know, it's where I'm getting great grades. You know, I'm still making music that I love. You know, I just released my album. I've been working on it for the last two years. So I just feel like I'm in a really good place now to where I'm able to manage those and, you know, successfully do so, which feels great. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously you're a busy man. Aside from school, which is probably something that a lot of people weren't familiar with, what's something that most people don't know about you? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's see. My close friends know this, and I feel like you know people want school with me know this, but I love cars. I'm super into cars. Um, okay. So I, everyone kind of gives me you know a hard time now because I used to be a super you know car guy and I, you know loud cars, and now I drive a Tesla. But <laughs> the, the quietest <laughs> car you can possibly get. Yeah. You can't even hear the engine when it's on. <laughs> no. Yeah. So kind of you know a lot of people don't know I'm into cars, and you know I love working on them, and you know. Anything with a car, I love. You know, I hear a nice car, I'm like, 
Like, let me comfort. check that out. Yeah. So yeah. if you could have your dream classic car, what would it be? <laughs> the oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough <laughs> one. Well, well, let's see. Dream classic car. Um, you know, I'm gonna go with uh, you know probably a '67 or '69 Mustang fastback. Ooh, nice. GT. Okay. You know, bright, bright red, maybe with a white stripe. I feel like with the core, you know, maybe blue with the white stripe. Something, something, you know, something that would pop. Something you know? classy, but cool. still pops a little bit. Okay, I like it. I like it. <laughs> so with everything you've got going on, obviously you said the last two years have kind of been what's taken up primarily your career in music. When did you discover your love for music? Was that always the dream or was it something else at some point? <laughs> You know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny. I, my, uh, my dad was a, you know, a big part in, you know, my life and music and, you know, he played, he would play guitar when I was a kid and he would, you know, show me all the classics and, you know, I feel like my parents were definitely a big inspiration. And, you know, ever mm -hmm. since I was a kid, I never thought that it would be what I would, you know, want to do as a career potentially, but I always kind of knew, you know, like in my heart, you know, that music was something that I enjoyed that, you know, if I could do that and I could make an impact and make a difference that that would make me happy you know you can't take money with you you know when you pass you know you can't you know things are great but you know if you can make a difference and you know make an impact and even if it's one person if you can impact one person's life i mean that just is like so amazing to me and i you know grateful i'm able to do that yeah that makes all the difference in the world especially i'm sure when you get feedback from your fans saying hey your song helped me through this or your song helped inspire this that has to be a very rewarding feeling when you have that contact with the, you know your fans yeah, no, it, it it absolutely is. And I, you know, will check my DMs on Instagram occasionally and I'll get, you know, like, hey, like, you know, you know, your song, you know, your music just like really helped me through a rough time. And, you know, a lot of it, a lot of the music, you know, I've made, you know, or some of the experiences that I've went through, you know, of like a heartbreak, of sadness, of, you know, anxiety, you know, no one's perfect. We all have our issues. At the end of the day, you know, we can get through it. You just got to push and fight. Right. How would you describe your relationship with music now? <sighs> to be honest, it feels, I think of the right word for this. It feels balanced. I don't know if mm -hmm. that's the right word to use here, but it just feels very natural. Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously, you know, it's, you know, it took some time to find my sound. I, and I, the whole, my album, Doppelganger, that's out, um, you know, isn't a rap album. It's not a pop album. You know, each song is a completely kind of different version or you know of kind of a story of like myself right so there's not you know it's not you can't really classify it as a you know hip-hop or you can't classify it as a pop but it's like it's meant to be different right like a doppelganger is you know another version or you know a, you know cloning yourself so that was kind of the whole idea behind that album um and i feel like i've been able to you know it's kind of unique from you know i haven't seen anyone else kind of do anything like that mm -hmm. and you know i feel like i've done it so it just feels very natural with the fact of like, if I sit down and record something, it always feels unique, which is a really good feeling. It doesn't feel like I'm copying anyone or like, it just, it feels like it's trap. It feels like it's me, if that makes sense. I love that though. No, absolutely. It's authentic to you and who you are, which is exactly what you would want. I think anyway. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to that. So what's your creative process typically like? You're working on a new project or you're starting to write a new song. What does that look like? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I definitely, you know, I record by myself all the time. So, you know, I'll occasionally, you know, whip out the old, you know, piano and come up with something, um, <laughs> you know, and, you know, I first like to 
kind of create a foundation of things mm-hmm. or whatever. I feel like, you know, certain people, you know, want to have everything perfect the first time they record it, like one take, like, and that's great. You know, I mean, everyone has their creative process, but it's easier for me to lay something down and then come back and go, okay, like, this is what I'm going to do here. I'm going to add this, this, and this, you know, and from that aspect. And also, um, you know, I record at um, UD Studios uh, with 1201 Entertainment and I work with a bunch of those guys. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oh, Sky, Pompeii, you know, all them. Um, you know, and we just, it's fun. You know, it's not, it doesn't feel pressured. It just, it's almost a way for me to disconnect. You know, some people go outside to go for a walk or, you know, go for a run or, you know, go get a massage or get, you know, get their nails done. But I just feel at peace when I'm recording, which is always really nice. You know, I think when it comes to music, what makes it so beautiful a lot of times is also the imperfections. It's not always about everything. You know, Christina Aguilera talked about that a lot when she was recording and she said she had to learn through Sia to, you know, be less controlling and less of a perfectionist and just allow the emotion to take over. And I feel like when you have great music, it's meant to move somebody emotionally. And when you've done that, you know that you've you've done something right there. So I love that you're having that connection with your fans and you know, that you're, you also have that technique with yourself. Cause I feel like as artists, you're super emotional about your own thing, but you're also probably your biggest critic, right? <laughs> oh, oh, definitely. And especially the fact that like, I, you know, in, involved in like the production piece of it too. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I always feel like there's something I can, you know, do more, do better. But, you know, and even before I released the album, you know, I wanted to make a few a couple, you know, changes and people are like traveling the album coming out. And like, I would almost be like, look, I don't want to tell you that, like, I promise it's going to be soon, you know, like I, yeah, but you know, I, I'm finally feel like I'm at that point too, to where it's just easier for me to, okay. You know, nothing's perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But it's music. Just put it out there, you know, let it be. So. And that's, I don't know. I think that that's part of the beauty in it, but that's, that's really just my personal opinion. Uh, when it comes to music, who are your greatest inspirations? Like, let's say top three. Oof. Definitely, you know, my top, I'll go backwards. I'll go number three. I'd probably say Eminem. I listened to a lot of Eminem growing up. I feel like, you know, he's really talented and lyrically just, you know, in my opinion, one of the best out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, oof. Definitely a storyteller. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, Oh, that's tough. That's tough. I had to make it difficult for you. I couldn't just say name your inspirations. Like, I knew top three would kind of make it, you know, a little more challenging. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, I really like kind of the old school stuff, too. You know, I love, like, oh, man, you're making this difficult. Oh, are you um, talking like old school, like NWA old school or? Yeah, I mean like old school rock, old school rap. I'll tell I'll this. I'll tell you my number one. I can't okay. decide on the number two. I think my number one would probably be Juice World. So, you know, I, he, you know, in such a small amount of time was able to come out and go from, you know, SoundCloud rapper to like everyone on the planet is listening to this guy, you know, with mm-hmm. one song. And I feel like, I don't know if you've seen like his, you know, his videos, but like he literally could freestyle for hours. Yeah. Like that is just crazy. And like to be able to do that and it sound like, you know, good and like he's not, you know, reading off a sheet of paper. Like he just was so lyrically talented and like put, you know, he helped a lot of people. He put, you know, messages out there like, you know, of what he was going through and that helped other people, you know, even help myself through some things, you know. So I feel mm-hmm. like that's the really inspirational, you know, rest in peace, you know. 
lot left too soon, but you know, I think he was definitely one of the biggest inspiration. I actually have a painting behind here. I don't know if you can see it. I do see it. Yeah, I see it right yeah, there. Yeah, so you know, rest in peace. But yeah, he'd that's probably the beauty be about top. music too, right? Because it it lives on forever. Something that continues to move and inspire people, and amazing what he did like you said in such a short period of time what an impact he had on people definitely and i think it's that rawness that that realness that he had he wasn't trying to be like anyone he was just being authentic to himself and that's the winning ticket right there as an artist when you discover that like you're winning absolutely i would 100 percent agree period <laughs> so you recently re uh, released a new album doppelganger which we were just talking about and i know that you've spoken how you've battled a little bit with anxiety over the years how did this creative outlet help you overcome that so yeah you know originally i didn't plan to release an album this soon i wanted to just you know release a few songs or an ep mm -hmm. because you know, in a sense, like in you know, a couple of years ago, like I was, you know, a little nervous about what people would think, right? You know, it took a long time for me to, you know, learn how, you know, to not care what other people say, right? You know, I, I put this out expecting, you know, I hope it impacts, you know, hopefully, you know, it blows up, you know, millions of people. That would be amazing. But if I can just help one person, you know, it's having a rough day, listen to my music and they, you know, can relate to it or, you know, it helped them, then I feel like I've already, you know, that's what I want to do, you know? Um, you know, I grew growing up, I mean, I, good life, but I mean, you know, I got bullied a lot. There's always bullies in school, you know, I was different, you know, I do all this stuff different. Like I just, and I let it get to me, you know, I would let the, you know, the bullies like get in my head and it'd make me sad and upset and, you know, get, make me anxious and you know, I wouldn't want to go to school, but you know, eventually I grew up, you know, I'm working hard now, you know, I got to where I am today and I look back and, you know, I'm kind of, you know, in a way grateful it happened because it made me the person I am today and, you know, mm -hmm melded me into you know i'm able to make this amazing music now i'm able to do my thing and you know it's because of the things that i went through yeah it's bullies man people don't understand how cruel kids can be i was bullied a lot as a kid so i totally feel you on that and it's always funny because it feels like the most creative people are typically always the ones that have the same story when it comes to bullies because you're not like everybody else you're a little bit different and I think that's amazing, especially now as an adult. I think that when people are unique, it's the coolest thing ever. And people should take pride Absolutely. in that. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, be yourself, you know? Always. So, you know, being in a position that you are, I know you have a really big following, you know, on TikTok. I know you have, you know, all your pages are really popping. But, you know, for anybody out there that may be listening that does struggle with anxiety, what advice would you would you give them? Yeah, you know, it's hard because I wish I could just talk to every single person on the, you know, that, mm -hmm. you know, individually. But, you know, I think just almost like a day by day, you know, day by day thing, right? You know, everything is always going to get better, right? You know, you could be at a low and, you know, it's, it's got to go up eventually, right? You know, right. you can't, you, you got to focus on yourself, be yourself. And it doesn't matter what anyone else says. And I wish that I, I wish it didn't take me as long as it did to accept this, but mm -hmm. like, no, no matter, no matter, can't talk. No matter what someone says, you know, it, it doesn't have to affect you. You know, it could be yeah. something, you know, something hurtful, and that's not cool, and that's not right. But you can't control what other people say. You can, you know, you can control how it affects you and how it makes you feel. And you can be sad in the moment, but you got to go. Hey, you know what? That was really mean. But I'm gonna get back up. I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do my thing. And then, what's this person gonna say? 
nothing. I'm like, love it or hate it. It's still there. And at the end of the day, I feel like having, you know, there's a lot of keyboard trolls out there. I think some of that is good to balance it out because I think at the same time, too, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of that quote unquote hate that people talk about tends to really just be jealousy and people not really knowing how to cope with the jealousy that they're feeling and the emotions that they're feeling. And to them, it resonates as hate. And so they they send all these horrible things and i think as they mature and they look back on it a lot of them grow to regret it because they hadn't really gone through that self-discovery process yeah no i definitely agree and i mean even i kind of started taking it you know really seriously in high school and started recording and you know learning how to do everything myself then mm-hmm. but i remember when I started and you know there were like the you know i went to a small private school my first years at high school there were you know 30 40 kids in the whole school then i ended up going to you know the public school mm-hmm. and like, whoa, there's, you know, 2000 people here. Like, you know, I don't know people like I got to mingle around and like, you know, got into music, other people have me try to connect with them. Right. You know, I was like, I don't know anyone. Let me go, you know, say what's up. Mm-hmm. And no one, wanted, you know, few people wanted, you know, very few people wanted to hang out with me or do stuff with me. And in the moment that sucked, but now the other people that I was trying to collaborate with in high school are coming back to me now and like, yo, Trev, let's get in the studio. And I'm like, you're funny. No. <laughs> Isn't it funny how they always come back full circle years later? Like, hey, buddy, like, how you been? And I'm like, who? And they're they're like, yo, what's up, dog? Like, how you been doing? I'm like, I haven't talked to you since high school. I'm like, what? yeah, we're not homies, we're not friends. You know, we're, like, we don't have that kind of rapport. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, there's no way you're coming at me like this now. But you know, that's okay. I mean, I just like I said, I think the hardest thing, you know, for me, and I feel like, you know, for most people or anyone is not letting what other people say affect you, right? You know, it, it's going to affect that you. Part, no one yeah. is, no one, you can't be like a robot. It's not possible for someone to insult you or say something and you can't not let it affect you, but it's how you continue to, you got to figure out a way to move past that. And if you can, then, you, I mean, you'll just, everything is, it's like, you know, you've got weights on your back and as soon as you figure that out, it's like, you're just, you're free. Mm-hmm. You can run wherever you want, you want be whoever you want to be. I think a lot of people struggle with that realization. But once you're there, like you said, it is one of the most freeing feelings because everyone has an opinion out there and it's impossible to please everybody at the same time anyway. So that's an unrealistic expectation, I think, for anyone to set. Even as an artist, like you said, when you release a project, the hope and the anticipation is you want millions of people to receive it well and to love it and fall in love with it. But sometimes it can take a little bit longer and sometimes the reception may not be as big, but it may have a greater impact sometimes than some of the bigger projects. So it all kind of depends on how you look at it, when your perspective is. Um, I did want to know, though, you know, going back to Doppelganger and, you know, the projects that you have out, I'm sure you have certain songs that I always ask people if you have a favorite song but I know as an artist it's hard to say because you fall in love with each one you know as you're doing it right it's like a new baby so do you have a favorite I kind of knew that question was coming so (laughs) I I, here's the thing I do and it's going to be an interesting answer so every song on there you know they're all my favorites I have like over 200 you know unreleased ready to go full mix to master but these songs and I, I listen to my album every day and i've been listening to it even before you know it came out but it almost kind of equates to like what i'm feeling or like you know what i'm going through that day so you know one day you know maybe sad or you know i got something going on or you know it's just a rough day so like you know i'll listen for example like lost like 
it's very, you know, kind of put you in your feels, but like it just, you know, to me, it, it sometimes has the opposite, you know, opposite effect, like listening to certain songs, kind of like, it just depends on my mood, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. they're all, they're all such, you know, so different. They're not all the same that it really just depends. But I mean, you know, definitely what I've been hearing a lot of, um, you know, from like fans and stuff is uh, definitely Don't Stop and Bad AF have been, I think, the favorite so far. I mean, that was my next question. What inspired that record? Because, you know, I liked it too. I loved it when I heard it. So I'm glad that you helped me kind of get there. So it's a popular, it's yeah. a fan favorite. I love that. What inspired the record? Uh, for which one? Don't Stop or Bad Don't Stop. Um, how to explain this? So, I mean, yeah. So, you know, for that record, it's very poppy. It's very dreamy, I feel like. You know, it gives me, you know, kind of feel good vibes, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of based off of, you know, a relationship like, you know, like things are good, right? Like, don't stop. Like, you know, let's paint the city red tonight, you know, with all your lipstick kisses. Like, it's very kind of lovey-dovey, kind of like just feel good, right? So mm-hmm. I wanted to be so honest, like, you know, just like, okay, like, all right, cool. You know, just kind of vibe out to it. And I just feel like, you know, they tell a story in an aspect if you really listen to the lyrics if you go through and listen to the whole thing just lyrically you know they they tell stories that i feel like are really interesting yeah do you have a muse in your personal life that helps inspire some of these records yes yeah definitely yeah i do Uh, Mm oh look at you smiling you always can tell when someone's (laughs) found somebody special because you ask and it's like oh well you know yeah kind (laughs) of yeah i do and she's you know been a part of you know the whole thing with me and she's always there by my side which is you know really helpful and you know very grateful to you know have her in my life and to be able to call her mine so absolutely oh that's beautiful I'm like I'm looking for that kind of love one day I'm waiting for it <laughs> so when you say that you don't want this feeling to ever stop are you are you referring to like a feeling of bliss like you were talking about that dreamy feeling or is it more of like a euphoric thing? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the perfect way to kind of describe it. You know, bliss and euphoric. It's just like feel good. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, things are great. Like don't stop. You know, you're having a good night out. Like you want to go back, you know, don't stop. Kind yeah. of just good. Everything's great. Everything's a vibe, you know? You know, that's that's a word nowadays. It's a vibe. I'm like, where are you going? Oh, I'm hanging out with my homies. You know, it's a vibe. It's going to be a vibe. Where y'all going? It's going to be a vibe. I'm like, all right, a vibe. I get it. <laughs> but it's it's so true because so much of that's an energy thing. So whether you're in love with someone, you're in a room full of fans that love you and love what you do or peers, everything really comes back to energy and a feeling, which is exactly what music is supposed to be anyway have you had so far throughout your career and your life have you had one specific moment that's felt life-changing for you oh yeah yeah I've, I've definitely had um you know a bunch i mean i think you know one of my first big ones um you know i started out i did artist development um you know at UD and you know like i said i was into music but i never really you know picked up a microphone before you know done the things you need to do you know when giving a performance or, you know, your vocals, you know, recording to be a successful artist. So, you know, I think my first, you know, like major show um, was South by Southwest in, in Austin, Texas. And I remember being like so nervous, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is, you know, this is crazy. Like I'm doing this show, like I've never done it before. And I remember I went up there and I was so nervous, but then as soon as I heard the music, I just like absolutely killed it. 
And I remember just looking, you know, at all the people and it just being like so magical and euphoric, like, oh my God, I'm really doing this. Like I'm in another, you know, across the United States and I'm performing my music in front of like, you know, I think they're probably, you know, four or 500 people. Like, you know, it just was crazy. Like I never thought I would even get to there. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing- that's a, that's a really special moment to have. Especially because it's like an out-of-body experience a little bit in that moment, right? It's like you're there, but you're experiencing, you're trying to take it all in at once, which is kind of hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, definitely another one, you know, I remember going to, um, well, Phillips Arena, now State Farm Arena. I think I was seven or eight with my mom and we went there for American Idol. And I loved American Idol as a kid and I loved watching it. I'm like, one day I'm going to do that. Never won an American Idol, but, you know, I loved it as a kid. And I remember being there. And just seeing all these people on stage and I like remember just like looking at my mom and going like, mom, I want to, you know, I want to be up on the stage like that one day. Like, I want to do that one day. And that's all I could think about the entire time that I was like, I want to be up there one day. I want to be on that stage one day. And that was very like, you know, enlightening and like magical for me as well. Just to, you know, obviously being a kid, but just to see that and like feel that strongly about it at such a young age was really special to me when I look back on it. Absolutely, especially to have that realization at that age, to be like, that is where I feel like I need to be. That's what I want to do. That's so cool. So what's next for Trev? For all the fans out there that want to know what you're up to, what's what's next? Yeah, so I'm definitely going to be, you know, let the album ride out a little bit, but I've got a bunch more music. I'll also be touring here, so I'll be announcing that. Um, you know, fairly soon on my Instagram and, you know, my website, all socials, um, mm-hmm. Instagram's TRVE. So it's pretty easy to remember. And I've got it tatted on me. So if you see me in public, <laughs> there you go. You don't even have to think too hard about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm just focused on getting my message out there and, you know, kind of doing my thing. So, you know, definitely going to be a bunch of shows, a bunch of parties. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm going to go ham next year. It's going to be my year. So I'm excited. I'm really excited. Tours Shout out to everyone. Always Get exciting. Here, so. Like that's, that's where you really get to connect with your fans. I think that that's the payoff as an artist, you release a project, you get to finally perform and really connect with people in person. And to me, that's the real magic is having those moments in person. I'm so excited for you. That's going to be so cool. Thank you. Yeah. I'm very excited too. And I've, you know, already been doing a bunch of shows, but I'm going to, they're only going to get bigger and better. So as an artist, it's, it's all about growth, right? So you can't hope for anything different. Um, So before we head out, we have this game that we play on the show called Confessions. Mm -hmm. Everybody's always like, "Mm -hmm." Uh, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) What sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? A mandatory amount of alcohol to, you know, I'm going to go with, you know, I think golf would be pretty funny if people were really unfiltered. You know, a bunch of old guys super unfiltered, just like, oh, man, that shot sucked. Or just, you know, like. Yeah, be drunk and miss the ball every time. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, like, oh, my God, like, I can't hit this thing. Like, I feel like, you know, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> the commentary on that would be hilarious. I feel like you need to mic everybody up for that. Oh, my. And the best part is, like, all the commentators are like, ladies and gentlemen, he just threw his clubs in the lake. Like, they're so calm about it, too. So, like, just seeing, like, the end, I feel like that'd be pretty funny. Everybody in their raw state, that would be priceless. Uh, what is your spirit animal? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, worst part of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? There isn't one. What are you talking about? That's, like, the best thing in the world. Somebody said a crust at one point. What? <laughs> 
I didn't I didn't like the crust as a kid, but I do like it now. So I guess I can see where they're coming from, but I, you can't sleep on the crust. Come on. Yeah, yeah, you can't leave the crust out there. If you started a new tradition, what would it be? Mm. You know, I think disconnecting from everything, you know, like whether it's even five or ten minutes a day, just spend five minutes a day and just relax, just zen, you know, no phone, just just disconnect, just think. I oh, feel like, you know, one. that can be very helpful, you know, when you have a lot going on and just for things in general to just sometimes stop, relax and kind of see what's, you know, think about what's going on. Great for mental health. More people should practice that on a regular basis. Uh, what is your craziest or most memorable Christmas experience? Mm. See, my brother and I weren't behaved as kids. <laughs> Uh, this is gonna or, be good were, that I take it. Well, there were, there were several years where we would, you know, we would get started before the rest of the family. Oh, nice. Oops. Every, like it would be, we'd be up at like three, and you know, we just missed Santa. It's like three thirty, and uh, you know, we time to open presents, and we would open, you know, all the presents under the tree, and uh, you know, obviously got in trouble, but that was those were pretty uh, you know, memorable. The several years in a row that it happened, so pretty epic moments. Your parents were probably so mad. Coming downstairs, everything's already oh, yeah. unwrapped. <laughs> and not just our presents either. Everybody's. Oh, awesome. Just look, I was doing the yeah. work for you. I didn't want you to have to struggle with the gift wrapping, you know? I figured we'd just get ahead of everything for yeah. you guys. I love it. Um, so any exciting plans for New Year's? Anything epic planned? Haven't, um, for New Year's, well, I'm definitely going to be recording. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, I always like to travel and hit a new city on New Year's if I'm not doing a show. You know, last year I had a show, so I wasn't able to um, – it was in Charlotte, so I guess I was still able to, you know, have a good time, but I was focused on the show. But I love to just travel around the holidays. Um, that's always something that I, you know, I love to do. So hopefully travel if not doing a show or if not both. So I guess we'll see. Well, I guess we'll have – yeah, we'll have to see how that turns out. Hopefully both. Keep my fingers crossed. That would be it. it turns out to be both. Yeah. It's been so amazing chatting with you today. Everybody needs to go check out Doppelganger. Definitely check out Don't Stop. I That's probably my favorite song on there. Um, I, I was jamming to it all day today. Uh, also, make sure you go and show Trev some love on his Instagram. He's doing big things. 2023 is going to be a big year for him. So trust me, you're going to want to stay up to date with all the latest news and all his shows that he's going to have coming up. So that's going to be super exciting for you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And, no, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited. Be on the lookout. So I can't like tell you the world isn't ready. Like I've had so much stuff, you know, that I'm just building up and working up and I'm going to, it's going to be so much. People are going to be like, whoa. It's going to be like so an explosion of awesomeness. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm very excited. <laughs> definitely everyone, you know, keep a lookout and uh, be ready. I can't wait. You guys already know. Make sure you go hit him up, follow him on Instagram. He'll be posting his tour dates and everything at the top of the year. It's going to be all amazing things throughout 2023. So make sure you guys tap in with him. And also remember that his music is available on all streaming platforms right now. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come chat with me. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. You're listening to The Abby Night Show.